Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. you date me a podcast where me Nicole Byer tries to figure out why I'm still single even though you could not wear a mask and spit right in my pussy I would still date you my guest <laughs> I might have said that already and I don't know if I have but my guest today you know them from RuPaul's Drag Race they also created and host this show called Black Girl Magic it's the Vixen how you doing I'm good the Vixen thank you so much for doing this. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Yay. Um, I mean, it is a love and relationship podcast, but truly I've been talking about like the world and drag and whatnot. I've been having a lot of drag queens on because uh, the world hadn't been open and I was like, ooh, they're home. <laughs> They'll exactly. be available for me to talk to. Yeah. I think the first thing everyone realizes was like, wait, so my favorite Rue girl is just chilling? <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly Just we chilling. weren't chilling no more <laughs> i could talk to them yeah. yeah uh so wait how long you've been doing drag for a long time yes yeah six years uh officially but i was one of those androgynous kids in high school so if you actually mm-hmm. try to pinpoint when it became drag it's very muddy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love it and then you did you grow up on the south side of chicago or that's where you live now I uh, grew up, born and raised Southside Chicago. Um, the thing about, you know, coming from the hood is you should get out. And so I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I live I live on the north side of Chicago now. Um, you know, ah. less police, uh, more white people. But I, mm-hmm. I feel I feel safe nonetheless. <laughs> I my family lives on the south side. And I think I've probably said this on the podcast before, but 
I would visit them every summer. And whenever white people were like, I'm from Chicago, I'm like, I don't, I don't think, think you're you telling the truth. <laughs> because Chicago is like the most successfully se- like segregated city in America, I think, because I truly never saw white people on the South side unless it was a white lady with braids and mixed kids. And I went to the North side and like, I, like I was 27 or something like that. Uh-huh. My friend Matea was doing a show and I truly, it was like a horror movie. Got out of the car. And I was like, they're everywhere. Not, not like <laughs> yeah. a horror movie, but I was like, they're so mad. I was like shocked. It was yeah. shocking. I mean, even going to school, I think I was probably a sophomore before I had a class with a white person. Yeah, yeah I, I buy that. On the South yeah. Side, I absolutely buy that. It's yeah. it's really, it's an interesting, I love Chicago, personally. I think it's a beautiful city that sometimes gets a bad rap, but like, I just, it's, it's And you know. that's the thing, with it being so segregated, it's like, you can live in the same city and have a completely different experience. Yes. I, I've, being born and raised here, I've had all the experiences. I've lived on pretty much every side and every area, and so I know... That, you know, you can see the beautiful Chicago in you. I always mm-hmm. say, I'm not from the Chicago in the movies. I'm from the Chicago in the news. <laughs> but at least now I live in the Chicago from the movies, mm-hmm. which is good. So do you, were you traveling a lot as a drag performer? Yes, before quarantine? Yeah, I was doing, you know, February I did a whole Black Girl Magic, Black History tour. And so I was in all different cities and then it just came screeching to a halt. Mm. <laughs> I, was like, okay. I was supposed to go see it when it was, it was supposed to come to LA. Yeah. We we're going to do a huge show for DragCon, and I, I can't even think about how great the show is going to be because it's such a loss. And I just have to know that one day we'll be able to get it done because mm-hmm. it was, it was gag worthy. Ugh, I hope I get to see it someday. Did you, how did you come up with black girl magic? Was it because there was a lack of spaces for black queens to perform. Yeah, for me, it was uh, there was only about four or five queens that were really getting to work in like high profile bars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, in Chicago, our queer area, Boys Town, is like if you want to get on Drag Race, you need to be working in one of these bars. Mm-hmm. And so there was maybe five bars that were really popping, and each bar only had one black queen, like mm. kind of, and so. Me and those other queens got together and was like, we need to do something. And so we started like sneakily plotting, you know, our own shows. Um, And I didn't even tell the bar. I pitched a show to the bar and they were like, okay, sure. I didn't mention that it would only be black queens. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But luckily we had a great turnout and they let me come back and do it again. So, And those queens were Shea Coulee, Lucy Sewell, and Dita Ritz. So, you know, icons. Uh, Honestly, yes, icons bring Dita Ritz back. And Lucy Sewell, I just discovered what a treat i love them very much they're very best friends you just don't know it y'all are best (laughs) friends for sure (laughs) also the name lucy stool is so fucking funny i like read it and i was like huh then i said it out loud and then it made me laugh so hard (laughs) it's so funny it it took me too long to get it and then once i got it I was, it took me like three days to get used to it. Mm-hmm. And now I don't even hear myself say it. You know what I mean? Like I just say mm-hmm. it so casually and people are like, what is uh, the name? And I'm like, oh, Who? right, right. So shit jokes <laughs> are a thing. <laughs> so after Drag Race did dating, were you, oh, are you in a relationship currently? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so after Drag Race was dating, Harder or easier, just because like you had notoriety, people knew you from TV, and they had uh, 
you were very polarizing on the show because you didn't back down from making white people uncomfortable about microaggressions and whatnot. Absolutely. Which I fully applaud you for. And I think the show could have framed it better because it's edited. Yeah. You're taking a lot of things out of context to put them in a context. So I, I think they, it could have been painted a little bit better as opposed to, I feel like they kind of painted you as the villain. And I don't think you were a villain. I think you were a black person who, like, you know, okay, so here's the thing I've started doing. Like, if there's a joke that's like a Black-centric joke in like an old movie and a white friend laughs, I I started going, why is that funny? Ah, uh, yes. Because <laughs> then it's the onus is on you to explain to me why this microaggression right. is funny to you, which is what I think you were doing on the show, being like, why is that okay to say? Yeah, and um, I didn't realize how in tune with you know, wokeness I was until I was in a room and I was like, I don't like that. Oh, Mm -hmm. I I don't, I really don't like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, it's a, it's a drag reality show. They want to, you know, they want the ooh girl moment. They want the drama. Mm -hmm. And I think when you have someone like me who's talking about really real issues, you can't trivialize it to shade, you know what I mean? And so, and when you do it, um, it makes light of racism as an entire thing. And it's just not healthy for anybody. Mm Mm-hmm. I uh, specifically the moment where you said it was in regards to Eureka, who I like. And you said, uh, everyone's telling me how to react, but no one's telling her how to act. And I was like, that is such a powerful statement. Thank you. Because it's not your job to teach someone how to act. Like they can go learn somewhere else, learn how to speak to people, learn how to respect people. And if somebody comes at you and says, this hurt my feelings because of X, Y, and Z, or like you said something offensive, it's on that person to take in that critique and go, oh shit, let me look inside as opposed to barking back at the person and go, I'm not wrong. Yeah, I said this because X, Y, and Z. It's like um, the conversation framed it as if it was almost problematic to stand up for yourself. And it was like, yes. What? Yeah. Yes. And that's not good for anybody. And I mean, I still to this day, I dare anyone to rewatch the season, you know, nitpick, be a stenographer, find one instance where I started anything. Now, mm-hmm. I never ran from a fight, but I definitely never started one. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right about that. Yeah. I mean, I've, you know, I've, uh, I staked my name on it. I had to, I've combed through the season and made sure, okay, well, okay, what was the semantics mm-hmm. of everything? It was like, no, I really was just responding to my environment. But yeah, a black girl thinking that she has the right to stand up for herself or, you know, tell the truth when no one else is, is mm-hmm. problematic, I guess. Um, yeah, it's very yeah. curious. But yeah, dating, had that, did that put, um, like a spin, like were people, did they have expectations when they would go out with you? Oh, absolutely. So while the show was airing, I was, I was in a three-year relationship when it aired. And it was like, um, definitely, I wouldn't say that the show broke us up, but I would say like, you know, I've, here I am at the tip of my five-year plan, you know, doing my life's work, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, finally getting, you know, everything that I've been working. And I just didn't have the, you know, professionally, you just don't have the bandwidth to be there for another person when it's your moment. And you're like, and so, mm-hmm. and so that was like, for me, it was more so like, okay, I know that I cannot be fair to you in this moment because I can hear how self-centered I am right now. But if I don't honor this opportunity, then I'm going to regret it. So like, mm-hmm. so that was, you know, an amicable break, uh, but then trying to start anything else was like, 
okay, if you want to date me, you got to be really, really with all of this. You, <laughs> you, you got you to gotta be into drag. Uh-huh. You got to be into being in the public eye, but not too concerned with being. It's like it's, it's a needle in a haystack finding somebody mm-hmm. who doesn't mind dating somebody that's on TV, but doesn't want to date somebody that's on TV. It yeah. is a weird fine line where you're yeah. like chill with everything, but you're not a clout chaser. You're not somebody yeah. who's just in it because you're like, mm, I'm with somebody famous. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, I think it's really difficult to find. And you get that thing where it's like, Sometimes people try to overprove that they're not into you for that. And they're like, no, mm. you don't have to. It's like, if you don't let me pick up this check, I did not <laughs> yell at Eureka for six hours to not be able to pick up the check. Let me pick up the check. You're like, I earned this. I earned this. Let me fucking treat you. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Um, do you do you ever have people like slide into your DMs trying to date? Oh, absolutely. I think if I ever seriously want to get married, I should just go to Brazil. There are lots of Brazilian men waiting for me. (laughs) And I, you know, I I take you up on it as soon as I can. (laughs) I love that. I wish there was just a a section of the world where there was people who were like, Nicole Byers, who I want to fuck forever. I gotta, (laughs) gotta find there. Gotta get, gotta get a plane ticket and go on over. I'm telling you, if it, if it wasn't for quarantine, I think I'm really become a fan of like the weekend boyfriend. Oh. And so say you have somebody who you, you know, you've chatted with online for a while and there's like a holiday or your birthday coming up and they come, come in for the weekend and you hang out, you go on date. It's like a extended blind date, but oh. you know, I think that's a, a fun way to catch that COVID. That is nice. <laughs> Maybe I'll start doing that after quarantine ends. I mean, if it ever fucking ends here. If it ever fucking ends. The other day I was like, oh my God, we've been inside since March, April, May. It's now fucking June and shit's closing again because nobody knows how to fucking act. Yeah. Oh, we could have had a summer. We could have had a beautiful summer. Yeah. But no, everyone's out of their fucking minds. Because they wanted to have a okay spring. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, truly, just summer. like a kind of okay spring where you're just like scared in a bar. Right. Uh, <laughs> An awkward spring instead of a beautiful summer. Mm-hmm. Do So some of the black queens have talked about, um, I follow Mayhem. She's on All Star Season 5 right now. And yeah. she was talking about how people send incredibly hateful messages to the black queens, or have you experienced any of that at all? Oh, in droves. I mean, you talked about, you know, kind of my role in season 10 of Drag Race. And I, we had five black queens on season 10. But I think because I was so polarizing in that way, I took a lot of the heat. Mm. And so now the girls that are on are being like, wait a second, what is going on? I don't have Vixen here to, like, <laughs> take up all the slack. So I really I really feel for her. And, I mean, I still get messages all the time, every day. There's, you know, and I try to, you know, keep the perspective. Okay, if you got 100 messages today and two of them were death threats, you're doing okay. <laughs> it sucks that oh, it comes to boy. that, but it does. Uh, and you just have to, you really do get used to it, which is sad. You sh- That's not something you should get used to, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then you kind of, I gauge, I'm like, okay, is this person batshit crazy and I should not mm-hmm. engage with them? Or is this person very heated because they watched, you know, the climax of an episode and they wanted to say something? And can I 
can I say something to them that makes them realize that they're talking to a human being and they mm-hmm. need to correct themselves? So I pick my battles, at least then I pick my, in the DMs, not on VH1, I didn't pick my battles. <laughs> <laughs> not on VH1, no, man. I just think it's so insane. I have never once turned off my TV, gotten on my phone, found the person in the thing I didn't like to let them know I didn't like it. It, to me, that's so many steps where you can go, I should just take a nap. We're like, yeah. oh, I could make a sandwich. Oh, I could go masturbate. I could go do anything, anything else. Anything. Your phone has infinite possibilities, and you want to talk to a person you don't like. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> people are caught up in the wrong things, I yeah. think. Are you on any of the dating apps? Well, I guess you could use them to date. Uh, I just like <laughs> pictures, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I still have Grindr, uh, but with quarantine, it's like, what's the point, right? So you haven't gone on any, like, FaceTime dates? No, because I need to be touched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel the same way. I can't. It's, the visual doesn't. If I want to watch porn, I'll just watch porn. I don't need to <laughs> meet the porn star. And I know a lot of porn stars if I really wanted to just do that. That's a pick of a litter. I'd rather just go straight to the source. <laughs> I've been looking at a lot of porn on Twitter. It's great. Just because it's it's there, it's quick, it's to the point. Sometimes you're not asking for it, but it shows up on your feed and you're like, you know mm-hmm. what? Actually, I will have a little porn in there. I will <laughs> just take a little uh, detour from looking at the horrific things on Twitter and look at a big, juicy dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was one that I saw the other day that was so big that I was like, Honestly, I don't know where this would fit on a person. It was enormous. And all it was, it was just like him jerking off. But I was like, and I kept scrolling to see if he did fuck somebody, but I couldn't find any fucking videos. And I was like, is this sad for him? (laughs) I think a lot of guys run into... My dick is unfuckably big. <laughs> right? I mean, I I am different, though. I would love to see a challenge. I would love for someone to pull their pants down and me go, where will it go? Yeah, just to be like, okay, this is like... This is going to be one for the books. This is mm-hmm. I can't I can't wait to tell the girls about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Truly, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a dick that truly is a story to tell the people. Just where he drops his pants and goes, oh, I go, it's a treat, it's a treat for me. I'm so horny right now. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> I feel you. Ugh. We and I'm like I'm. I don't know if I should curtail you because I can go right there. No, with let's you. go. I'm let's like, take a journey. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so I'm typically usually a top, mm-hmm. but if I see a dick that is a good story, I I, I feel like it's a missed <laughs> opportunity to like. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like and. I've seen enough average dicks. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't need another one under my belt. But if I can, you know, one for the books is I can't <laughs> pass that up. <laughs> I love that. You're like, usually, but this huge this? dick, I'll take it, I'll want yeah. it, is for me. This will go on my mantle. Yeah. Very <laughs> that. Is um you said you were in a three year relationship. Is that the longest relationship you've had? Yes, um, and it was great. Yeah, a three year relationship. It was honestly right as my career was picking up. You know, I think people come into your life exactly when you need them, mm-hmm. and uh, he was just really great at helping me, supporting me. You know, you get those voices, and even when you're doing great, you get voices in your head that you can't oh, do it. Yeah. And to have somebody like be like, are you kidding me? You're the best at this. You're amazing. Um, a godsend. And then 
for me, you know, Drag Race in general was this dream that I had that, you know, in a lot of ways became a nightmare in mm-hmm. real time. Uh, and so I was like, this is this part's gonna suck for me, but get out while you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so, um, yeah, but we still talk almost every day. I would say, really, yeah. Some people are just family, you know. Once you uh-huh. meet them, you're like, yeah. Uh, his, this is how close everything got. His mom presided over my mom's wedding. Wow. Oh, my God. That's so cute. There's no undoing that, right? No, <laughs> you know, that like, is so cute. I love how intertwined yeah. you are and how it's like you when you said amicable, I was like, people throw that word around a lot. But I truly feel like, yeah, it was a nice break. Yeah. When it's like that, when you when you're that close to somebody, it's like I couldn't actually break up with you if I tried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that I love that. That's what I like. When I think of a relationship, I'm now at the point in my life where I'm like, I want that. I want like family. I want closeness. I want to feel this person on a different level. Like uh, I have intimate relationships with like my friend. Like I have dear, dear, dear friends where that intimacy is like further than friendship, but it's not like sexual or anything. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's what I want in a relationship with a person that I'm sexual with. Like, just like full blown intimacy where like our lives are intertwined and we just like being next to each other. Oh, boy. (laughs) And you got a big old fat dick. And a big one. (laughs) (laughs) And when you do that, you hold on. You hold on to those people. I I think I'm one of those people who, uh, sorry, um, I think, you know how... Some people are like, you You love me or you hate me, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I honestly think that most people who meet me don't hate me. I don't think there's a lot of people in the world who know me and hate me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you might think you know me and hate me, but so often I'll meet somebody and, like, in an hour, I'm like, you're going to be in my life forever. Mm-hmm. I can fucking feel it. And it's true. I have my best friend, JT. Uh, I met him at an after party and we were like, it was like I was looking, and this is a white, blonde haired, blue eyed, guy from Ohio Mm -hmm. and we were we looked at each other like it was like looking in a mirror we were so like wow and I have spent like every weekend with this guy in for in the past year and it's because you just when you meet somebody Mm -hmm. and it clicks you know um so I have a lot of people like that in my life that are great I think I met one this past weekend which is really weird to like like you meet someone and you're like oh you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm excited to see where this one goes. I don't think I've met anyone in the last year like that. Like, uh, I feel like all of my very close friends that I'm like, oh, you're going to be in my life for like forever. I think I feel like I've already met them. Yeah, I think it should be rare, mm-hmm. right? You don't want, because otherwise you just got a house full of squatters <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of people in my my heart house <laughs> that won't leave yeah uh fuck what was i gonna say oh shit <laughs> i have add and i like my my brain spaces so fucking much uh, wait oh where did you meet someone last weekend are you out in the streets what are you doing well no i'm not out in the streets but uh so i have a very codependent group of friends <laughs> and so <laughs> So luckily we all have very big houses Mm -hmm. and not to, I still live in Chicago. Don't get me wrong. But, um, so I was at my friend's house and he was like, Oh, one of my friends is going to stop by. And it's like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, one being the vixen, 
nine times out of ten, if I run into it, if I meet a new gay person, they know who I am. So mm-hmm. I always try to like fall back and like go unnoticed if I can. And um, that didn't work. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just I met a guy and he we weren't trying to see each other, but we saw each other. Mm. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, uh, we'll see where that goes. Wish me luck. <laughs> uh, I wish you all the luck in the whole wide world. That's all I want is for people to like fucking be happy. Like I think yeah. the world would just be a more magical place if we all just fucked, worried about ourselves, and just try to bring sunshine into people's lives. Yeah, it's like honestly, if you go and I don't get why people don't get this, but if you go about your life trying to help other people you will be a better person. Mm-hmm. You just will. Yeah. You will. My mom was super into that. She loved helping people. She was one of the most selfless people I've ever met in my life. But like, sometimes I'll like do something I'm like, okay, I'm going to do something for somebody. And then there's just more steps of things I need to do for this person. And I'm like, oh boy, I really uh, opened a can of worms. It's a one of those <laughs> situations where you give a mouse a cookie and then they want fucking milk and a plate and yeah. a place to stay and you to pay for this and pay for that. And you're like, hold on, I gave you one fucking cookie. That's yeah. all you were getting from me. And that's what it is. You have to think of yourself as a gift and then you have to choose who you're going to share that gift with, mm-hmm. right? And so like, I I, I know that with my friends, if they need anything, I am, I'm the type of person who drops everything. I'll, I'll make my whole day about you if you are in need. And so when I meet people, I'm like, I have to suss out if you're worth it, you know, are you naughty or nice? But once I, (laughs) once I think you're nice, um, yeah, I'll give you the world. I love that. That's incredible. I, I try to be selfless. I'm like, the older I get, the more I'm like, it's so much easier to just be nice. And then like, if you offer to do something for somebody, you might make their day a little easier. It might make them feel better than when they smile, you smile. Yeah. I'm just I'm trying to really just like put out positive energy. Yeah, and if they're a good person and you really shouldn't be wasting your efforts on somebody who isn't a good person. And so if they are, you know, that will come back to you. They'll recognize mm-hmm. that you were there for them and they'll be there for you when you because you, you never know when you're going to need it. So it's good to like cash in those chips and, you know, you know, lay out some favors so that it'll come back to you. I agree. Are you are you good at flirting? I am terrifyingly good at flirting. <laughs> I, that's what I feel like. I feel like you're a good flirt. You the, like you've got a very uh, enchanting voice. I feel, and then you like kind of make eyes too sometimes when you talk. And I was like, oh my god, am I like? Falling in love. <laughs> oh, it's working. It's working. I was like, oh my God, I feel so special right now. Um, so, okay, you're good at flirting. Soon the economy will open up and I'll feel comfortable being in a bar. Mm-hmm. How how do you approach somebody that you're interested in? Oh God, I really, I if I really like a guy, if I really like a guy, I am bashful. It's embarrassing. I am like, I can't, do, and you would, and a lot of people are intimidated mm-hmm. when they meet me, and I am like, oh my God, you're so hot. I am such a nerd. Like, give me an. But if the stars align just right, <laughs> I, I just know. I, I think it's because I'm good with words. So I know how to banter. I know how to, like, you know, catch you up and, like, make you smile and get, mm-hmm. get those aha gotcha moments that I guess end up flirting. I've had guys tell me so much, oh, you're smooth. And I was like, I am not smooth. I am freaking out on the inside. You're just entertained by it. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had some sort of smoothness to me. I've done improv for so long. Like, 
A good example of me not being smooth is I went on vacation with my friends this year. We were flying back, I think, from Spain and we were going through customs and the guy was like, do you have anything to declare? And she was like, yeah, her and pointed at me. And then we all laughed. And then he was like, and you? And I was like, um, like I swear I do comedy. I, I swear. Um, uh, <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> I was like, I do comedy. I, I'm funny sometimes. But so she was like, you could have said anything. You could have been like you back at me. And I was like, exactly. I, know, I don't know. He was a man talking to me and I freaked out. Yeah. I think <laughs> the best advice that I've ever gotten when it comes to like flirting or anything is, so I used to be a server at Olive Garden. Hated it. I, I'm not a people pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, one of the managers that was like kind of cool, just broke it down to me. He was like, talk to them. Like you're trying to get them to suck your dick. And I was like, what? Excuse me, sir? And he's like, oh, right. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, have you ever had your dick sex before? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, <laughs> what did you do to get it? And I was like, oh, you want me to be that guy? Oh, And it's like, you know, like when you're trying to get laid, you do like, there's a different charm. And so like, if you approach people with a, I'm trying to get laid charm, it kind of works. Huh. And like, I mean, I've definitely applied it in the most inappropriate of places, but, <laughs> but you know, you know, I might have gotten my dick touch, but I got what I wanted. I got a coupon. Or I got a coupon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love, so I go to Michael's all the time. I love arts and the crafts craft and stuff store? Like And yeah. Oh, okay. And you know, they have the, uh, they have all those good coupons right there at the register. And if mm-hmm. you're nice enough, they'll scan them. So I always, I fix my face before I get up to that register. Hi, how you doing? Oh, it's good to see. I, I need you to love me. I need you to scan that coupon. <laughs> yeah. so. I used to do that when I was little at McDonald's at the drive-thru. I'd always tell the girl at the drive-thru, I'm like, you're so pretty. And they go, oh my God, she's so cute. Here's an extra toy. And I'd be like, yeah. yes. That's like a what I wanted. So maybe I got to live every day when I meet somebody as if I met the McDonald's drive through and I have to just compliment them and then they'll go, oh, okay, I love you. And then that's, I don't know. I just Yeah. And plus, you know, you're, you're Nicole Byer. People are shocked and excited to meet you. So you have to like own that and then like kind of wield it. You know I'll what I mean? I'll tell you something. The straight men are not excited. They're truly like another, another bitch. Like straight men, they're not my demographic. I have like seven straight guys who listen to me I and consume my content. Yeah. They're, yeah, they usually are just like, whatever. I don't, men are just straight men specifically. I just, I think I want a man who like was gay, but then he's like, Nicole, you're for me. And I go, ah, perfect. I love this. But this is the thing. Straight men especially are idiots and they Mm -hmm. want their dicks out. So maybe you talk to them like you just might suck the dick. (laughs) This is bad girlfriend advice. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've been in conversations where I like I I can't figure out if he's flirting with me. So I'll just be like, oh, I'll. I'll suck your dick. When I was younger, I would do that so often. Just be in a bar talking to a dude. He like touches my shoulder. I'm like, I think he, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> They're like, okay, let's get out of here. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, I did it. If I'm in drag and I think a guy is like kind of into me, I'll be like, all right now, you better be careful. This makeup comes off. And like, you know, you're like, it ain't nothing to get a wet wipe. And then they know it's on. <laughs> oh, so you don't fucking drag? That's another question oh, I love asking. Listen, if, if, if the moment is hot, 
The moment is hot. If you don't mind, I don't mind. Because I can't see any of it until it's like all over your dick. <laughs> Once your dick is rouge purple from my lipstick, then I know that I've made a choice. <laughs> but, Ugh, I love it. My favorite thing is like kissing someone with like lipstick on and then looking back. And not only is my lipstick all over them, but like my brown makeup, if they're a white person, is all oh, over God. them. Yeah. Ugh, I slept with this one guy and he... Went to the bathroom after we fucked, and then I heard him go, oh, no. And then, like, quiet, a quiet, oh, no, and then a lot of water. And then I was like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I just, um, I'm just washing something. And then I came back, and his, I was like, oh, I think he was washing his dick because my makeup got on <laughs> his body. And he was like, am I dirty? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've even just, you know, you meet somebody, and you hug them, and you see your chin on their shoulder. You're mm-hmm. like, damn. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'll point it out if it's a good friend, but if I don't know you, I'll just be like, they'll hug somebody else and somebody yeah. else can take the blame for that. Yeah. And you're the only black person in the room and they know it's you. <laughs> they know. And they're like, I know what you did. <laughs> okay. We have to take a break. Okay. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. 
Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho. without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back! We did it! The break was amazing. Such a good break. (laughs) I have a question. What is your type? Like, what type of person are you looking for? Are you looking for someone right now or no? I am always open to having someone. I I live alone. I hate being alone. Mm -hmm. For even for two seconds, I hate being alone. (laughs) Um, So there's definitely, I have a big house, room to fill, but I don't suffer fools at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, like I said, because once once I like you, I like you, and I give you the world. So you got to pass the test. Mm-hmm. Uh, but type that I'm looking for, people who know me well know that I am a sucker for a good pair of eyebrows. Okay. Something, I think it's, you know, most of the people in my, like, immediate household growing up had thick eyebrows. And I mm-hmm. think it's, that's just like a, it's a sign for me. It's like, you're cool. You're one of us. You can, like, <laughs> like, my grandmother had the best eyebrows. So, like, a guy with good eyebrows, doesn't matter what race, 
Uh I'm into it. Oddly enough, I really like femme guys. (laughs) Oh, okay. I think because out of drag, one, I'm so type A and I'm so assertive. Mm-hmm. That like it just it pairs well for me to be with someone that's a little more submissive, and so I yeah I typically find myself with someone a little androgynous, mm-hmm. and yeah and you know doing drag it just helps to be with somebody who gets it who's like with it yes who isn't hung up on masculine archetypes and mm-hmm. stuff like that uh, so good eyebrows a little feminine I do have a notorious and slightly embarrassing track record with. Uh, Lots of Latino men. I can't lie. (laughs) But, and this is what I always say. I've been living in Chicago for 29 years. If you think I have not dated every eligible black guy possible, (laughs) honey, I've done the legwork. (laughs) I have done it. And I think it's also, it's very limiting. You know, like when you think about how many people are in the world, if Mm -hmm. I was to only date my race for the rest of my life, it'd be such a shame. Yeah. But I did did the legwork. I have... (laughs) Oh, I've I've had all the flavors. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but yeah, so I'm I I'm a big fan of interracial dating and that can be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically Middle Eastern and Latino men have the best eyebrows. <laughs> I Brazilians. Love <laughs> so. this obsession with eyebrows. It is so specific to you. I have never heard anyone say, Oh, I'm just looking for some brows. That's what I want. And honey, when I when I show you the men that I have dated or hooked up with in the past year, you're like, oh, you are serious about this eyebrow thing. <laughs> and I find I find the rare one of a kind collectible <laughs> eyebrow guys. <laughs> like, you're like, that is that is a cartoon caricature of your type. And I'm like, yes, and I had to have it. That is so it. funny. <laughs> I now want somebody who likes camping. I have never been a person who ever, ever wanted to camp. I've always been like, there's walls and roofs for a reason. Bring me inside. Yeah. But I get maybe it's because I've been inside for too long that I'm like, just bring me to the outside. And I don't know how to camp. So I need to date someone who knows how to camp. I bought or I didn't buy. I'm leasing a Jeep. So I have a Jeep Wrangler. I can go into the wilderness. I can off road. I just need someone who knows how to do it to come with me. <laughs> yeah, I camping. I am very much. I think I'm a good cheerleader type girlfriend. So mm-hmm. I, I like guys who play video games. I don't know shit about video games. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I like guys who are into sports sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's not get crazy, but don't make me sit and watch a game. But if you play a sport, I, I love to mm-hmm. be a cheerleader. You know what I mean? Like, I'm all for that. But camping, I think that's where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> it's where a lot of people draw the line. I just, the okay, I have this image in my head. I get in my Jeep. The top is down. I'm with the person I love. We go to some sort of like very short hike to like a watering hole of sorts. We get in the water. It's pretty clean and clear. And then we like have fun. We drink a little. We wait a little before we drive again. And then we go to this like a nice cabin in the woods. I'm not trying to sleep in a tent. I don't want to sleep in a tent. I get a cabin in like a woodsy area, that's cute. I'm very into that. You need a that. lake house. You need a lake house. Yes, a lake house would be absolutely yeah. perfect. I spent a weekend at the lake house uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, it was my friend's birthday, and it was like the it was a ten bedroom house. It was like five of us can go. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was just absolutely gorgeous. There was so many bugs. 
So many bugs. That's what they don't tell you. I I love nature. I think it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. But when you get out there and things are biting at you and you see ants with wings and I just... Oh, no, thank you. mm -mm. Uh Uh-oh. Now I'm... Now I'm like pulling back on this camping thought. Yeah. I don't want the bugs. I want the view. So the lake house is great because you, you can... You have the the back patio and you can see the water and you can be at a safe distance from anything Mm -hmm. that crawls. Get a lake house. (laughs) I also want to like fuck in a place where I look outside and I'm like, the woods are here. We're fucking among nature. I, (laughs) that like really excites me right now. And I don't know why. I get it. I know that fantasy and it's great, but you want to be inside pressed against the glass, looking at the nature away from the bugs. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yes, I don't want to fuck in nature. I'm not trying to get bit by something and be like, ooh, baby, that was, ooh, that, ooh, what a love bite. And it's like, uh-oh, it's swollen and now I have to go to the hospital. That I don't want. Uh-uh. You want a nice view is what you want. <laughs> yes, a very beautiful view. I love it, yeah. So, like, when you are traveling, do you, I can't remember what, I interviewed Benda LaCreme, and I call people who fuck comedians chuckle fuckers she oh clown chasers clown play, is what she yeah, calls clown fuckers clown chasers yeah yeah do you ever encounter that like to have sex so if someone that mm-hmm. I want to have sex with wants to have sex with me I don't care what their motives are because <laughs> at the end of the day I'm still getting what I want mm-hmm. out of it so whatever mm-hmm. I don't it could be my eyebrows it could be my hair it could be and. We have a joke on season 10. I used to always say, I was like, if someone wants to fuck me because I was on TV, I worked very hard to be on TV. I earned that dick. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so go right ahead. Yeah. It was I... not easy. It was, there was an audition <laughs> process for this. Any dick that comes as a residual is, I'm taking it. That's part of the payment. Yeah. They paid you in money, exposure, and dicks falling yes. out of the sky right yeah. right in your face. If I had known how much dick I was going to get after <laughs> season 10, I might have been a little bit more amicable. <laughs> that is so funny. I just Maybe I would have been a little bit nicer. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell me there was so much dick on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. Ugh, I'm just like, I'm on the apps right now and I have tried interacting with people. It's so, it's just, it's hard when there's no finite thing where it's like, we're going to meet. It's like, we're just going to message each other for days on end. And as much as I love dick, I'm not trying to risk my life for some Mm-mm. mediocre dick, no. which is so depressing. But, you know, talk to me in July. I might be, you know. Yeah, uh, fucking tricks here and there, just being like, Corona, it'll come if you will. Yeah, yeah I, I gave up on sexting when quarantine started. It was like, what, what's the point, really? Where is yeah, this going? Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, if there's not a dangerous threat of you being zero feet away and like <laughs> knocking at the door, I don't, it's, it's not for I me. don't want it. But then I was thinking, I was like, what if I wear a mask, we both wear masks, no kissing, <laughs> Doggy style only, get in, get out, we're done. I was like, what? but it's not like on the CDC website. I went and looked <laughs> and it was just like, <laughs> uh, I, I, there was no information on that. No doggy I'm like, style in the frequently asked questions? Yes. I was like, is that okay? Can I do that? You have a very creative imagination. <laughs> you really, really play out these scenarios. I think it's great. <laughs> Well, I'm just like, if we're, if there's, if he's breathing heavily behind here and the droplets only get on my back, 
So there's Corona on my back. So my droplets are going forward and he's back there. So if I go home and shower, does the Corona go away? But you don't want to get them Corona back juices in your butt crack. The butt crack is, <laughs> listen, listen to the gays. We know about viruses. Listen, the butt crack is a very sensitive place when it comes to, it's not, don't risk it. You're right. I say this after dispelling that I just had sex in a lake house like two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, do, don't, what is it? Do as I say, not as I do or whatever. And you know, that was my mother's favorite thing to say to me growing Mm -hmm. up. So I'm sure it rubbed off. (laughs) Yeah. Parents love to say that. They're like, don't pay attention to me. I told you no. You're like, but don't, but don't. It's rude. I'm I am the I was that kid that was always like, but you said and it was like stay out of grown folks' business. And I was like <laughs> Maybe right. maybe I will fuck. Maybe I will do that. Maybe I will risk it all for, for some mediocre dick. No, find a good dick, set up a calculated you know, a, a, I think you're a busy girl. A hookup is uh, essential work at this point. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think hooking up is essential work. Yeah, so, you know, set it up. You know, talk to somebody. You know, it's the same thing as, like, asking someone's HIV status. How long have you been quarantining? You know, mm-hmm. like, don't lie. Tell the truth. Don't let them know that there's pussy on the other side. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they'll tell you anything. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, so if I hook up with somebody, I guess I could be like, we both get our corona tests and an ST. Ugh, that's like so much work that's to be like, sexy. <laughs> go, go, go get a test. I'll get a test and then we'll fuck. No, that's like a whole thing. Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is wear a mask, not kiss and do doggy style. I think maybe wear gloves. <laughs> I think I think there is a I think there is a well hung guy out there for you who has been. Just beating his meat in his house for the last three months. <laughs> and he is just waiting for the right girl. And, you know, you just got to find them. It's tender thing. I feel so bad for heterosexuals. What do y'all do? It's, I mean, this. You start a podcast. You talk about how horny you are. No, there's Tinder. There's Hinge. There's OkCupid. Uh, Raya, which is a thing. I, I have Raya, Bumble. too. Ugh. Ugh, it's awful. It's truly awful. Raya is such a weird thing, right? Yes, Raya's Raya really weird. sucks. It Raya took sucks. me two years to get on Raya. They kept me waitlisted. When oh, I finally no. got on, I was like, okay, so it's just like a bunch of DJs and models, and there's no black people on this thing? Very that. It's like I knew a couple power gays who had Raya, and they were like, oh, girl, I'll suggest you. You'll be on. It was like, all right. I, the only thing that good that came out of it is I found out a couple different actors were gay that I didn't know were gay. <laughs> <laughs> Besides that, and, and that's I, my literally lips are it. That's literally it. They still weren't close enough, mm-hmm. available, or nice. <laughs> I mean, ugh, I just the online dating is truly just awful. I hate it so much. Uh, but you know, you got to keep doing it because how else do you fucking meet people? Yeah. I mean, I'm honestly, I feel like having sex is almost like if we had to catch food in the wild. It's such a chore. (laughs) 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 I'm good at it. I can do it. I am a hunter, but it's like, oh, God, I got to eat again. (laughs) Yeah, that is honestly, I think, the best. uh, What is it called? description of dating because it's like you try to catch a fish you get the fish but it's slippery and it uh, fucking jumps away and you're like but i almost had it i almost fucking had it 
Yeah. Ugh. But this um this new guy that I met and like just being in that social situation, I was like, oh, I missed the hunt. This was mm-hmm. fun. I convinced someone that they liked me. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I do. I just miss like talking to someone on an app and then making plans almost immediately to go out, meeting them and then knowing immediately whether they were a person that I would see again or not. Mm-hmm. I just because like right now, I, I guess I could meet someone like in a park and social distance with them. But also I'm like, I don't like this new normal. And nah. uh, maybe if I wait too long, I'll miss. I don't know. I, I just I, I just I don't want this to be the normal that I have to live in right now. And I guess no. it's me dealing with that and then being like, I don't want to add dating on top of that. But I think right now, especially the opportunity for like a really good fuck buddy, you know, because if mm-hmm. you if you hook up with somebody and it's good and it's convenient right now, they don't want to have to go through all of that again. So yeah. just like lock one down. Just got to get one. Just got to catch one. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm already exhausted at the thought of <laughs> trying to catch one to consistently fuck. But it's honestly, work. that's what I want. I am truly in the mindset right now of... I'm not doing a fucking thing. If somebody's going to come into my life now, they can. I like, I'm not looking. I, I go on the apps like literally once a week and go, who have I matched with? No, 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 no. Close it out and go back on Instagram. Uh I'm just, I'm tired. Yeah. And with Instagram and Twitter, especially porn Twitter, and I have OnlyFans now, and it's just Ooh, I like I love OnlyFans. You realize how many beautiful fucking people there are yes! in the world, and it's great and it's exciting, but it also cheapens it because you meet a beautiful guy and you're like, I know somebody look just like you. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, you're like, you're like, I used to get so excited when I meet a beautiful guy, like, oh my god, and mm-hmm. I'm like, now like having seen more of the world, I'm like. Yeah, I know 10 of you. I, You're like, I, I have a folder. I have mm-hmm. a folder for you. I have a folder. <laughs> I have a folder of great eyebrows right over here. And you yeah. are actually just mediocre eyebrows. Right. So I'm going <laughs> to put you at the bottom, but you're you're in there. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I think that gives me confidence, too, is knowing that whatever beautiful guy I meet, mm-hmm. there's another one. There's another one. I don't ever think like, well, I've been trying to think like that. Uh, the last person I dated that like I actually really liked where it didn't work out, I was like, well, if he exists, somebody better exists. Yeah. Like each person I've dated, like I was dating this other guy. This is like maybe a year and a half ago. And I thought I really liked him. But thinking back, I was just like tricking myself into liking him because he was like nice to me. But then I was like, <laughs> was he even that nice to me? You never got to sleep over and you paid for your own Uber's home. <laughs> yeah, that's not, yeah. Sleeping over is very big to me. I think that's like when people are like really hung up about like sleeping over, I'm like, so we had a really, really good time and you just have to go home on principle. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, I i am a person who goes home. I will always go home unless you say, would you like to stay? And yeah. then I'll stay. It's not like I'm like forcing it, but I'm always like, okay, I can go now. Yeah. And then when they go, okay, bye. I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah, stings, oh, right. right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I never want to overstay my welcome, but I definitely want to be invited to stay. It's, it's yes. like, if things are going good, if it's yes. going good, I'm like, all right, I guess I should be going. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, all right, I'll, I'll order you an Uber. I'm like, okay, okay. chivalrous, but rude. Thank you. Yeah, it's <laughs> I like, guess- don't you want to like wake up and, and make me breakfast that I'm going to eat because I'm hungry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm that guy. 
Uh, sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. Well, the Vixen, we've come to the end. Oh, my gosh. I usually ask all of my guests this. Uh, would you date me? I would so date you. <gasps> Yay! I would so date you. Just because I want... I really... I One, I think I would turn you out. No lie. But two... <laughs> 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 I love it. Because I, you're a camping adventure. I see it for you. I I think I think deep at the root, we're both equally prissy, so we can enjoy the view, mm-hmm. but but not the bugs. I think I think we've yes. got a match. It's a match. <laughs> I love it. Do you have anything you want to promote? So yeah, my show Black Girl Magic is on Twitch now. It's a digital show. It's nothing but black drag queens, drag kings, trans women. You know just. The amazing, you all, everybody knows that black queens have the Mm -hmm. best performances. And so when you put 30 of them online and let them do everything that they can from the comfort of their own home, it's amazing. So it's on twitch.tv slash the Vixens World. I love it. I'm going to watch it, I think. Yeah, it's fun. And it's usually up for 24 hours. It's free to watch. And everybody just sends in tips and donations, which actually works out a lot better for us because people are very generous. (laughs) Oh, that's great. I'm glad that drag has been able to survive. Honestly, it was so funny because like TV shows were like, I guess we're in a hiatus until we figure this out. And then um, like... The day after quarantines were announced, like Bitch Puddin was like doing shows. You were doing Black Girl Mad. It was like, yeah, yeah drag truly adapted. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's I I love drag. I, it's so fun. Yeah, drag queens don't miss a check at all. <laughs> no, no, they're just like pay me. Yeah. Uh, if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can subscribe. You can like it on iTunes. And if you write me something nasty hitting on me, I will read it. This person said, Nicole, I would love to puff out my cheeks and pretend your pussy is a tuba while I play, I play the bass line to 76 trombones from The Music Man. Then I'll flip you over and bury my face in your ass while singing Gary Indiana with a, the signature lisp made famous by five-year-old Ron Howard in the movie version of the, the Music Man. Lastly, I would turn you around doggy style facing the mirror while I put my dick in you and we fuck while full out performing the song Trouble. You guessed it from The Music Man. I'll be Harold Hill because I'm already off book and don't don't worry, I'll send you the sheet music for the ensemble part. We could practice the choreography over Zoom until the pandemic is over, so we're good for opening night. Lastly, oh wait, hold on. Uh, opening night. Oh, after that, we would cuddle up and watch drag queen videos while eating fruit snacks and chips. Lots of love from a very gay homosexual. <laughs> I think we found your soulmate. We found them. <laughs> I think we did it. Fucking to the music, man. All right. Well, thank you, The Vixen. I truly appreciate it. Thank you so much, Nicole. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.
Ashley's Memorial Day sale is going on now. Shop our biggest selection of hot buys, cool deals, or shop limited time savings on new summer spaces. Plus, get 72-month special financing on select in-store mattress purchases made with your Ashley Advantage Synchrony credit card between May 14th and June 3rd. Whether you're redecorating indoors or rethinking your outdoor space, save big on this season's trending styles. Only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. No minimum purchase required. See store for details.